Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Being a spy isn't as fun as it looks. Look, Archer, you're not the fresh young agent anymore. Dozens of knife and projectile wounds. Your liver is hanging on by a thread. How many concussions have you had? It's not a concussion if you remember it. But two can play at that game. It's such a delight to meet you, Gail. Mother. What? I told you her name is Grace. No. You you said last night that Scrabble, that... This is not up for debate. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, August 30th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Former Bachelorette contestant Josh Sider is, quote, alive and well after a social media hoax falsely announced his death. A day after a statement posted to his verified Instagram account said he had died, Sider, who is 36, resurfaced Tuesday with a video claiming that his account had been compromised. Have a listen. Hey guys, as you can see, um, I am alive and well. Um, My account was hacked Um, for the last 24 hours. I've been trying desperately to get into it. Um, Somebody um, was playing a cruel joke and mocking my mental illness and the struggles I've gone through with depression and suicide attempts. And um, I'm sorry for all the pain they caused when they made that post. Um, I just got back into my account. Um, I am going to do all I can with my team to try to identify who is behind this. But again, I apologize for the confusion and um, I will update you guys as more facts come in. Thank you guys. On Monday, a statement posted to Cider's Instagram page said he had died unexpectedly. Numerous outlets, including EW, erroneously reported Cider's death, citing the Instagram statement. The statement, which was unsigned and has since been deleted, alluded to Cider's history of mental health struggles, about which he has been open. In a 2021 Instagram post, he identified himself as a suicide attempt survivor. Last week, he posted a selfie with the caption, quote, surviving depression and anxiety one day at a time with a smile. Cider is known for competing on Caitlin Bristow's season of The Bachelorette, which aired in 2015. Described as a law student and exotic dancer from Chicago, he was eliminated in week one of the dating show. It appears the British royal family served as uncredited editors on Meghan Markle's legal drama Suits. In conversation with The Hollywood Reporter, creator Aaron Korsh claimed the royal family had some creative input over the show during the early days of star Markle's highly publicized relationship with Prince Harry. In one particular instance, the royals weren't too keen on the word poppycock. 
He explained, quote, My wife's family, when they have a topic to discuss that might be sensitive, they use the word poppycock. Let's say you wanted to do something that you knew your husband didn't want to do, but you wanted to at least discuss it. And in just discussing it, you wouldn't hold him to anything he said. You'd be like, it's poppycock. Well, in an episode featuring a spat between Patrick J. Adams and Markle's leads and love interests Mike Ross and Rachel Zane, Korsh recalled, quote, As a nod to my in-laws, we were going to have Markle say, my family would say poppycock. And the royal family did not want her saying the word. They didn't want to put the word poppycock in her mouth. I presume because they didn't want people cutting things together of her saying cock. So the word was changed to bullshit which Corse said he didn't like. He added that he had no recollection of how the royals got their hands on the scripts. Reps for Markle and USA Network did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment, while reps for the royal family could not immediately be reached. Markle's sister-in-law is also in the news. Dolly Parton is booked, blessed, and too busy for Kate Middleton. The music superstar revealed over the weekend on Claudia Winkleman's BBC radio show that she declined to have tea with the Princess of Wales and wife of Prince William while in the United Kingdom on a press tour for her upcoming rock album, Rockstar. As the 77-year-old said, the meeting wouldn't have contributed to her album sales. Parton told the host, quote, I thought that was very sweet and nice of her to invite me to tea. One of these days I'm going to be able to get to do that. Wouldn't that have been great? But she wasn't going to promote my rock album, so I had to say no. I hope she hears it, though. Parton's Rockstar album is out on November 17th. On TV, they all have their own late-night shows, but starting today, Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, and John Oliver will all host Strike Force Five, a limited podcast series about their experiences navigating the writers' and actors' strikes. Launching today on Spotify, Strike Force 5 will run for at least 12 weeks, with all five participating in each episode, and the host will take turns leading the discussion. Proceeds from the podcast will go to their out-of-work late-night staff. And just like that, Sarah Jessica Parker has adopted Carrie Bradshaw's beloved feline shoe. Parker revealed on Instagram that she adopted her on-screen cat from Sex and the City spinoff and just like that, and that his real name is Lotus. The actress says the cat from Connecticut Humane Society officially joined her and husband Matthew Broderick's household, including their other two cats, in April. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Who's up for a little interrogation? Just something casual, you know? That's what we're getting in today's number three pick, the new episode of The After Party, which takes place in the 1950s in a psychological melodrama. Edgar's mother, Isabel, gives the details of her hellish year since the passing of her husband. But Isabel has some blank spots in her memory that she needs help filling. Here's a sneak peek. Mrs. Minnows... It is such a pleasure to finally make your acquaintance. And it's such a delight to meet you, Gail. Mother. What? I told you her name is Grace. No. You, you said last night that Scrabble, that... This is not up for debate. Where are the olives? How did I get it wrong? It didn't make any sense. Mother, I've started seeing someone... And I'd like to invite her to lunch tomorrow if you feel you can handle that. Well, of course I can. I've told you I'm fine. This woman 
she means the world to me. And I, I know she's incredibly eager to meet you as well. Oh. Her name is... gotta say never was a game of scrabble more intense the new episode of the after party is streaming now on apple tv plus proposals are upon us on our next pick the season finale of the ultimatum marry or move on The Netflix series has taken us on a wild journey of ups and downs as five couples decided to explore other options when their own relationship hit a wall. Well, now, after two trial marriages, loads of drama, and a giant dose of jealousy, it all comes down to the couple's decision day. Who will leave with the partner they came with, a new love they recently found, or empty-handed and all alone? Here's a sneak peek of Antonio and Roxanne's thoughts waking up on Ultimatum Day. Oh my God. I'm freaking out. I, I'm really nervous. Um, I don't know. It's just get, it, it's getting real. It's getting really real right now. I love Roxanne with all my heart. I've never loved anybody the way that I love her. I, I've never wanted to be married until I met her. I never wanted to have kids until I met her but I'm not certain that she's going to say yes. You know, waking up this morning feels like a little surreal because today could change the rest of my life. Whatever happens, I just want to find happiness or let Antonio find the right partner that will marry him. Whatever it is, just some release. Roxanne is why I do what I do. She's why I work hard, why I think about the future, why I plan for the future. Ever since I've been with her, she's made me a better man. I don't really believe in soulmates. I don't think there's one person in the world for everyone. I believe that in life, you're very lucky if you can find a partner who you are compatible with and you love and you have a good time with, and that is Antonio. Well, happy or sad, the tears are coming. The season finale of The Ultimatum plus The Reunion are streaming now on Netflix. Trivia. It's trivia time. The late and great Jessica Walter voiced Archer's mother Mallory on Archer from the very first season all the way till the 12th. More on the season premiere of Archer in just a few, by the way. But aside from Archer, Judy Greer voiced multiple characters in her 13-season run, including Cheryl Tunt and Ruth Ann Litzenberger. But the two actresses also appeared on another TV show together. Which one was it? Arrested Development, 90210, or Kidding? Stick around for the answer, as well as more on Archer, today's number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. When you 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. We're entering a world of intrigue and espionage for today's number one pick, the final season premiere of Archer. The animated spy series is down to its final episodes, and it's getting back to its original shenanigans. Archer has a new partner named Zara Khan, and it seems like he should take all the help he can get. His liver's failing, he sustained one too many injuries on the job, and he's just about blown his cover multiple times. But for Archer, the show must go on. Here's the trailer. Look, Archer, you're not the fresh young agent anymore. Dozens of knife and projectile wounds. Your liver is hanging on by a thread. How many concussions have you had? It's not a concussion if you remember it. What exactly is your plan? Our new beginning. Missions that make us money and make the world a better place. Who wants vegan protein? Many muffins. Where's the romance? The intrigue. Spies do not fly coach. But they do apparently yell about how they're spies. Misdirection, everyone. Going pretty hard, huh? You haven't seen me go hard. I think a lot of ladies haven't seen you go hard. Thank God, we're not too late. Not too late for what, s'mores? Well, it has been an eventful 14-year run for Archer, and we've seen the show reinvent itself a few times, with multiple seasons taking place in alternate universes where Archer lives in French Polynesia and even space. But now the show is heading back to its spy roots. You can catch all the action on the special two-episode season premiere of Archer tonight at 10 on FXX and streaming the next day on Hulu. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. On which of the following shows did Archer co-stars Jessica Walter and Judy Greer also appear together? Arrested Development, 90210, or Kidding? Ah, it's such a great show. The answer is Arrested Development. Walter played the Bluth family matriarch Lucille, and Greer played Bluth company personal assistant Kitty Sanchez. That is it for our show today. We will have more news and musty picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, four of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.